0: He was just an ordinary guy, a Baptist pastor living in Norway, who was dedicated to serving his church. Then one day, it all changed when he was supernaturally touched by God, and suddenly began to see everything and everyone through heaven's eyes. Today on Jewish Voice, an extraordinary story that will change the way you see yourself and everyone around you.
1: Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy and world events surrounding Israel. This week Jewish communities all around the world will be celebrating Sukkot, also known as the Feast of Tabernacles or the Feast of Booths. This is a joyous celebration of harvest and the final feast of the Jewish calendar. Today I'll be talking about what the Feast of Tabernacles means for us in Messiah and its prophetic significance. First, though, an amazing story. We all have relationships that we want to change. For you, maybe it's having to deal with a grumpy spouse, or you have children or grandchildren who have strayed from the Lord, or maybe it's a co-worker you can't get along with. If you want to change your relationship with them, it begins by allowing God to first change you today's guest had a personal encounter with God where his eyes were open in a most remarkable way and he was able to see people through heaven's eyes God's eyes suddenly he saw what people would become Saul became Paul Jacob became Israel here to share his profound insight on how you can see people through God's eyes is the president and founder of global mission awareness life Nate, hey, okay, good to have you with us. Now take us
2: back to when God first opened your eyes. Well, I was a Baptist pastor in a little place called Sunnes, Norway. And I, my desperation level was actually greater than my fear level. And I heard that there was a man named Randy Clark who was visiting a small little town called Haugesund. So somebody asked me, and they said, Pastor, you're pretty dry, so why don't you go up there? And they, that's what they said yeah, to you? Yeah, one of my elders said. So oh, it's s- a such, Thank God for elders, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, so, so it was a good yeah. compliment. But I, uh, I decided to take my wife and to go up there, and, and a small group of us leaders met in the basement of that church. And as we were sitting together, uh, suddenly Randy invited us up for prayer. And I didn't know much about the supernatural or anything so uh, he started to go down the line and he says, bless and touch this person. And, and a lot of the people, they ended up on the floor just resting in the presence of God, which was very new for me. But when he came to me, he looked at me and he says, you are a bulldozer. And I was thinking, well, no, I'm a Baptist pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know much about prophecy. And he said, I see you, you're going into the darkest places in the world. Where nobody has been before, but this big light is just following after you. And if this was not the reality. This was what He was seeing for your future, right? This is what He saw. He was prophesying over me. And then He laid hands on me. And then the power of God just hit me. And for, I, I went right down on the floor without uh, a lot of people catching me. And I laid on that <laughs> floor just being... <laughs> it was kind of a mixture of fire and electricity and I laid on the floor and I shook violently and my tears was just flowing down my face. Okay, well take us then, there's another experience that you had where you started to love in a new way. Take us to that. Yeah, that was I was actually with now a friend named Bill Johnson and Randy Clark. We were in Southampton, England doing a healing school. So now many years later I was teaching this and uh, one lady, I asked her to pray for me and we were in an upper room and as she was praying for me, Suddenly, in the next moment, I had an experience where I was taken up. My spirit was no longer in Southampton, England. And there I ended up on a park bench, and Jesus came towards me, and He just looked me into the eyes. Were you, do you believe you were actually taken up into heaven? Yeah, I can be honest with you. At that moment, I would have questioned it because I have a little bit too much Baptist in me. <laughs> so I just. Uh, John was a Baptist though, right? Yeah, he, he was, yeah. He did. <laughs> so, so, I'm saying that with an honest truth that I had this incredible experience. But it was later on I got so many confirmation that, wow, this was more than I thought. And, and one of them was the lady who was in the room with me afterwards started to describe the details of the experience. And I was kind of in shock. And she said, uh, here is what you saw, here is what you experienced, and here is wow. what, what you asked Jesus. And I said, how did you know? And she said, I was up there with you. And that's when I, and then she says, "You are an ambassador of love," and in the next five years, all over the world, especially in the Muslim community, they will call you an ambassador of love. And that's about four years ago. So about six months later, I was doing a peace conference. We had a lot of the governmental officials and the top religious leaders. Of course, as I was meeting with some of these Muslim leaders, I never before heard anybody calling me an ambassador of love. And was actually the brother of the Prime Minister who was an imam in Multan. He came up and he kind of stared at me. He says, You are an ambassador of the love. He got the love, the way he said it. And I was like, that's when I realized for sure all the experience that I had. You're, was you're real. not talking about a Christian. You're talking about a Muslim that makes the this. This was one of the you? top Muslim Imams, yeah, in the country of Pakistan. And that's when I really knew that uh, I mean it was kind of the nail that this now, was a God experience. Leif, talk about God. God did something where your whole view
1: of people changed. You saw people differently. I want you to talk about this because I think it's so important for people that are going through challenging relationships and wanting those people to change around them. But it begins with you
2: changing and seeing them differently. Talk about that. Yeah, first of all, it changed the way I viewed myself. I, I, first of all, I knew that my father loved me. It's like taking an exam knowing the final score before you take the exam, knowing you have an A+. Plus. So wake up in the morning knowing that you're his happy thought, that he is for you. So I was changed. The next moment was my wife my children. Uh, because before when I never did enough, then they didn't do enough. My kids didn't do enough. The church didn't do enough. Nobody did enough because I was such a high achiever because that's how I, I got value from God. But now after this moment I just started to love on people and you didn't just, I didn't just see people the way they are. People that used to uh, be very annoying. I recognize they are actually pretty anointed. Did it change them? Because
1: I know there's people watching the program and they're, they're they have, you don't have to be a prophet to know that they're going through problems in relationships. It could be a spouse, it could be a child, it could be a sibling, it could be a co-worker. But that relationship
2: can change by them being changed. Did it change the people around you? Oh, definitely. There was a tr- first a transformation in my life, but then I started to see in the family and in every relationship that I have. Well, part of this is that you developed a love. You
1: started to have a love for the Muslim people, which has led you into countries like Pakistan, and some incredible stories as well as being in
2: some very dangerous situations. Talk a little bit about that, I think that's awesome. Yep. It started actually after this importation a year later was my first time into Pakistan and I hadn't seen much before this encounter and it was on, in 1996 was the first time I saw a quadriplegic walk. It was the first time I saw create a creative miracle, blind eyes being created. In Pakistan? In Pakistan, yeah. Among Muslims? And among Muslims. That's and amazing. So, that was already in 1996. So, it just kind of changed the whole paradigm for me because this is even before my baptism of love. But the biggest shift after that was that I didn't have any agenda. Because what happens is that perfect love casts out fear. And everything is rooted in either fear or love. But when I started to love without any hook, without any agenda, not so people could get saved or I can come home with my statistics or show what God was doing. After this experience I had in year 2000, now there was a totally different motive that started to release favor. And I can't even describe it but I've had a lot of people with me where I can be with 400 imams in a room. And before it is over the environment has changed and these people. standing in line, hugging me, loving on me. And uh, I'm surprised myself to see that uh, love never fails. That means it always By wins. The way, this, you, this is God's peace plan. We, yeah. we look at Islam
1: today, and we see that it's the greatest threat the world faces, but
2: we have the answer, don't we? we? We sure do, because if we don't see them with love glasses, you're going to look at Islam as a problem instead of promise. Now, God has brought you into relationships with key Muslim leaders, right? That's correct. When you start to honor, that's how love looks like. So everywhere I went, I decided I want to invite top Muslim leaders, have dinner with them, and started to build relationship. I always went to the mosque. Uh, if I went to Lahore, I went to the Shia Muslim headquarters, brought the different Shia Muslim leadership around, and sitting down and I'm getting amazed to know they them. they came,
1: though, that has, that's miraculous.
2: Yeah, well, actually, it ended up more often that I ended up at their headquarters. They sometimes came to dinner with me, but that was after I had visited their headquarters quarter, often with a gift, honor them, have some chai together with some cookies. Then we went to their homes, sitting down on the floor like you do, eating food with them, going to the mosque. So it started by just building relationship, and over a period of time, uh, you start to develop trust. And when I recognized that I was loving them without an agenda, whether it was crisis situation, uh, they started inviting me in for these big peace conferences they were doing and uh, we've done about 12 large ones where top Muslim leaders are coming together and they're bringing in also some Christians and I've also become a person that they're inviting in when there is crisis situation uh, and they even call me the ambassador of love is here and it's been on television, newspapers all over the nation and I get to represent that's the love incre- of God that,
1: that is the favor of God. there's yeah. no question about it and I love hearing this because this is the solution to the Muslim threat. Seeing through Heaven's eyes a worldview that will transform your life. I want people that are watching today to experience
2: this transformation in their lives. How can can they experience it? Your view of God reflects everything because 90% of the believers has a view of God that doesn't look like Jesus. And the second one, how does God see you? And that's what changed my life. When I recognized that He was not mad at me, He was actually glad. And when He looked at me, when I started to see that He actually loves me, He likes me, He delights in me, it changed something in me in the way I viewed everybody else, including my wife, kids, and the world. And then how do I see the future? So it started with up and then in and then out and then forward. So the book is actually just a tremendous language of my story, but I'm also inviting people to have the same experiences where they can have a view of God that looks like Jesus, but then also to see how does God look at you and how do you see the world now with His love glasses, or I also call them sun glasses. S-O-N. We all need those glasses, Leif. Thanks so Thank much. Leif's latest book, Seeing Through Heaven's Eyes, a
1: worldview that will transform your life provides powerful insight into how God sees us, how we should see others, and how you can make a difference in the lives of people around you. We'll be right back.
0: Jewish Voice is dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides, is the opportunity to share God's love through the good news of Yeshua. Today, we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Zimbabwe to help a remote tribe known as the Lemba. This unique community lives in the remote bush of Zimbabwe and continues to observe the ancient customs of the Mosaic law. They claim to be descendants of the Aaron, the high priest, and maybe one of the lost tribes of Israel. Our volunteer medical professionals will provide medical care dental care and eye care, all free of charge to thousands of these needy Lemba Jews, many whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist. Will you help these precious people? Every gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. As you respond with a gift of $40 or more, we will send you Leif Hetland's most recent book, Seeing Through Heaven's Eyes, a worldview that will transform your life. If you have a relationship in your life that you want God to change, then this book is for you. Perhaps you're struggling to get along with your spouse, a friend, or a coworker. If so, this book is for you. Seeing through heaven's eyes will help you see people the way God sees them. And when you do, the relationships in your life will change. In addition, we also want to send you a teaching by Jonathan Burness called, A Hope and a Future, God's Plan for Your Life. This inspirational teaching both on CD with an accompanying mini book is for anyone who's feeling hopeless, fearful, abandoned, or alone. God declared through Jeremiah, during a very hard time in Israel's history, their captivity in Babylon. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. In the same way, God has a plan and a future for you. If you are going through a difficult time in your life, if you feel like God has abandoned you or the future seems hopeless, you need to get Jonathan's encouraging message, a hope and a future. Also, when you respond today, we will also include a one-year subscription to our Jewish Voice Today magazine. This bi-monthly magazine is a source of inspiration and information on many really important topics pertaining to Israel. Bible prophecy, and the Jewish roots of your faith. So call, click, or write now, and please be as generous as you possibly can. Your gift will be providing life-saving medical care and the gospel to very needy Jewish people, and you'll receive these ministry resources that will bless and inspire you. And there'll also be a constant reminder of your partnership
1: with us to demonstrate His love. This week, Jewish communities all over the world celebrate Sukkot, which is also known as the Feast of Booths or the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, this is the final feast or Moedim, the appointed time of the year. It's the final harvest festival. And uh, we read about this in Leviticus 23, which takes us through the cycle of the Jewish celebrations or the Jewish appointed times or the feasts of the Lord throughout the year. Now, beginning in verse 33 of Leviticus 23, we're told the Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites on the fifteenth day of the seventh month the Lord's festival of tabernacles begins and it lasts for seven days the first day is a sacred assembly do no regular work for seven days present food offerings to the Lord and on the eighth day hold a sacred assembly and present a food offering to the Lord it is the closing special assembly do no regular work so this festival which was the end of the fall feasts, the final harvest of the year, lasted for seven days. And then in verse 39, it says, So beginning with the 15th day of the seventh month, after you have gathered the crops of the land, celebrate the festival to the Lord for seven days. The first day is a day of Sabbath rest, and the eighth day also is a day of Sabbath rest. So again, this is a harvest festival or feast, the final harvest of wheat then verse 40 on the first day you're to take branches from trees from palms willows and other leafy trees and rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days this is a wave offering and they traditionally when they did this wave offering read from Psalm 118 which talks about the stone that the builders rejecting becoming the chief cornerstone this was a messianic psalm so as they wave these branches they were were shouting hoshiana they there was messianic expectation and this is what was happening I believe when they greeted Yeshua as he entered Jerusalem from Sukkot then verse 42 said live temporarily in shelters for seven days all native-born Israelites are to live in such shelters so your descendants will know that I had the Israelites live in temporary shelters when I brought them out of Egypt, I am the Lord your God. So the scripture tells us on tabernacles that they were to build temporary shelters and live in them. And you see these all over Israel, these temporary dwellings or orthodox communities. And they live in or tabernacles for seven days. And it reminds us of the need to be mobile. The children of Israel, remember, were moving through the wilderness. They would move when the cloud moved, when the pillar of fire moved. And it reminds us of the transience of life life is short and we don't know how long it's we're going to live we're frail and we need to live that way what does it mean prophetically sukkot is fulfilled in the last days with the final ingathering of souls wheat is symbolic of souls and we read in matthew 24 verse 30 that the son of man will appear as a sign from heaven and all the peoples on the earth will mourn when they see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels and with a loud trumpet call, gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the earth to the other. So the final gathering of the wheat harvest, the final gathering of souls, the fall feasts that represent the return of Yeshua prophetically culminating in the gathering of the elect and the establishment of his millennial kingdom here on this earth where we're told all people will go to jerusalem to worship the lord during tabernacles it's all ahead it's all a prophetic roadmap of that which is to come when yeshua returns to this earth jewish voice is dedicated to proclaiming the gospel
0: the good news that yeshua jesus is the messiah to the jew first and also to the nations one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy jewish people in the world Even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the opportunity to share God's love through the good news of Yeshua. Today, we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Zimbabwe to help a remote tribe known as the Lemba. This unique community lives in the remote bush of Zimbabwe and continues to observe the ancient customs of the Mosaic law. They claim to be descendants of the Aaron, the high priest, and maybe one of the lost tribes of Israel. Our volunteer medical professionals will provide medical care, dental care, and eye care, all free of charge to thousands of these needy Lemba Jews, many whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist. Will you help these precious people? Every gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. As you respond with a gift of $40 or more, we will send you Leif Hetland's most recent book, Seen Through Heaven's Eyes, a worldview that will transform your life. If you have a relationship in your life that you want God to change, then this book is for you. Perhaps you're struggling to get along with your spouse, a friend, or a coworker. If so, this book is for you. Seeing through heaven's eyes will help you see people the way God sees them. And when you do, the relationships in your life will change. In addition, we also want to send you a teaching by Jonathan Burness called, A Hope and a Future, God's Plan for Your Life. This inspirational teaching, both on CD with an accompanying mini book, is for anyone who's feeling hopeless, fearful, abandoned, or alone. God declared through Jeremiah, during a very hard time in Israel's history, their captivity in Babylon. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. In the same way, God has a plan and a future for you. If you are going through a difficult time in your life, If you feel like God has abandoned you or the future seems hopeless, you need to get Jonathan's encouraging message, A Hope and a Future. Also, when you respond today, we will also include a one-year subscription to our Jewish Voice Today magazine. This bi-monthly magazine is a source of inspiration and information on many really important topics pertaining to Israel, Bible prophecy, and the Jewish roots of your faith. So call, click, or write now. And please be as generous as you possibly can. Your gift will be providing life-saving medical care and the gospel to very needy Jewish people. And you'll receive these ministry resources that will bless and inspire you. And they'll also be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to
1: demonstrate His love. Here's a look at one of our recent outreaches where we offered free medical care, dental care, I care to a displaced Jewish community known as the Beta Israel. Let's go now to the city of Gondar, located in the northern mountains of Ethiopia. When you look outside of the clinic at the masses of humanity, thousands of people waiting to get in, it truly is about helping a multitude. But for our volunteers, it's that one life that uh, was transformed that touched their heart.
3: This is the life of Wagaya Getty. Today, she's making the difficult journey over the hilly and dusty roads of Gondar, dodging cars, goat herds, and crowds of people, a hike that will take her an hour and a half on blistered feet. But she's heard about the clinic, and it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get the medical attention she desperately needs, having endured abdominal pain brought on by complications during pregnancy. This will be the very first time she sees a physician Dr. Lawrence is an emergency room doctor from Dallas. He wants to check her heart and lung functions to assess her overall health.
1: Now treating her for her pain, but uh, she's gonna need to go to the GYN for continued workout.
3: Dr. Fajardo from Columbia is a specialist at the clinic and was able to give her an ultrasound on site to aid in her diagnosis. It's the very first medical treatment of such she has ever received and she is most likely unaware of the important role it plays in her health care. Hearing the good news of Yeshua, the spiritual counseling she receives is perhaps the first time she is told that while she has been abandoned, she is not forgotten or alone. That God sees her plight and is reaching out to her even this very day through these volunteers, acting as the hands and his feet of Yeshua.
1: We would love to have you join us on our next medical outreach. To volunteer, you can email us at outreach at jvmi.org. Once again, that's outreach at jvmi.org, and we'll get you more information. We'll be right back. Jewish Voice is going twice this year to Zimbabwe to bring life-saving medical care and the good news of Yeshua to the impoverished Lemba tribe, descendants of one of the ancient lost tribes of Israel this summer and fall we are bringing partners like you to Buhara Zimbabwe from October 24th to November 4th be a part of and witness God moving among these people please come with us we need medical dental and eye care professionals and we also need prayer room partners wherever there is a need you can help There are so many who are hurting and need the message and care that we have, that you have, that you can bring. I can't tell you enough, we need people like you to come with us to be his hands and his feet, to be the letter of God's love to the world. So please join us in Bahara, Zimbabwe. Since
2: 1967,
1: Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, was Messiah and Savior, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the entire world. We have been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, eye care, dental care, medicines, eyeglasses, all completely free of charge, but most importantly, the gospel. And it's through your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. As our way of saying thank you, I'd like to send you Lef Hetland's book, Seeing Through Heaven's Eyes, a worldview that will transform your life. This book goes into great detail on how you can see others the way our Father sees them. This teaching will transform the relationships in your life by changing you first. In addition, I also have a CD teaching I want to include with this along with a mini book that I wrote called A Hope and a Future, God's Plan for Your Life. God spoke this promise from Jeremiah 29, 11, during a very hard time in Israel's history, their captivity in Babylon, and in their captivity he said, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God has a plan and a future for you, and this teaching will encourage you that he does care about you, and he has everything under control regardless of what you're going through. As an added bonus, I want to also include a one-year subscription to our Jewish Voice magazine called Jewish Voice Today. This one is End Time Prophecy. Where are we on God's timetable? This is a bi-monthly magazine, full color, that focuses on some really important topics pertaining to Israel, Bible prophecy, and the Jewish roots of your faith. It's a great resource and I want to get it into your hands. Just remember that whatever you can do today will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. So please be as generous as you can. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to Facebook.com slash Jewish Voice, and you can friend us. We'd love to have you as part of our Facebook community. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you, as I always do, the Bible exhorts us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and tells us that as we pray, they shall prosper that love thee. If you want to prosper, pray this week for the peace of Israel and Jerusalem. Until next week, this is Jonathan Burns saying shalom, and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.